are back at it again with another episode of My Brother and Me. I have one of my great friends on the line, uh, Mr. Super Bowl winner, uh, Mr. Future Hall of Famer at the University of Nevada, Reno. Yes, I ain't speaking that into existence. Um, I have my brother here with me, Mr. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Oh, man, it's going to be a great episode, man. You know, quick episode, but most importantly, man, we're going to get some great, great hits off of this. Um, My first question to you, man, uh, was going into week two. Um, I want to know your mindset of the whole Cam Newton situation. Um, Do you think, you know, out of 32 teams, do you think he he should be starting uh, or you think he should have a backup role? Um, Or do you think his personality can even be a backup? Um, I remember we had a conversation, I think it was offline, or we might have had a conversation on our last podcast episode, you know, uh, months ago. Um, and you said one of the reasons why certain quarterbacks can't be backups is because they're bigger than, like, their persona is bigger than the NFL, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so it, it's kind of hard for them to just sit there and be a backup role when their persona carries them as a number one quarterback, uh, you know, a leader of a franchise. So, um again my my question to you is do you think cam deserves you know again to be starting you know out of these nfl uh 32 teams that are um, looking for quarterbacks again there's plenty that are looking for quarterbacks do you think he deserves a spot yeah i mean you know i feel like cam um you know he's definitely has the starter pedigree still last year you know he didn't look that great and then even in throwing the preseason i feel like his mechanics his throwing motion is you know, I feel like it's off and it could be from that shoulder injury he's had, but his shoulder looks stiff. It doesn't look strong. You know, he, he looks like he, he looks real ginger. So, but that be, with that being said, Cam is still a starter in his league. You know, Cam is still a starting quarterback. Uh, you know, Cam, you know, he brings that championship pedigree from college. He's made a Super Bowl in the, in the NFL. He's won the MVP. You know what I'm saying? He didn't win it, but you know what I'm saying? He made it. Uh, he's won the MVP. You know, I mean, Cam is Cam. The problem is you can't bring Cam in unless he's going to start. Because if you bring Cam in, you know, it's almost like bringing Kaepernick in or bringing Tebow in and, and those guys are the backups. You know, the media is going to be, you know what I'm saying? It, first of all, the starter has any hiccups. It's like, oh, when is Kaepernick going to get in? When is Tebow going to play? When is Cam going to play? So that's tough. Because So, you know, originally I was thinking Washington should sign Cam or the Houston Texans should sign Cam. But Tyrod Taylor playing great last week. Tyler Henke's playing really good. So, you know, it's tough for him right, right now. It's tough sledding. Do you, so for my, my opinion, honestly, with, honestly, I would think he would go to Washington. Um, you know, Ron Rivera, you know, great reunion. But I, I was watching, I think, uh, Get Up. I think it was either, it was either Get Up or it was uh, something on NFL Network. And they were just talking about, uh, you also got to remember, you know, him and Ron Rivera was always button heads as well, you know, when he was headed out the door. Um, you know, so you also got to think about that when it does come to, you know, talk about signing Cam. Um, but I think it, it, it would be an upgrade for them. Um, just, you know, yeah. watching a couple games, especially, you know, again, with this week. Don't get me wrong. Tyler had some great moments where, especially that one in the corner of the end zone, we threw it to the tight end. That, oh, that was, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> that, that was a great pass. Yeah. Uh, like, they, like they say, when you throw it up to him, you should be able to go get it. And that yeah. was one of those balls. Um, but there was also plays in there where you were like, oh Lord, like, especially starting off. Yeah. Yeah. Starting off the game. You kind of were like, what? Like, uh, yeah. Where, where's Cam at? You know, mm-hmm. but like you said, that was the first thing in our mind. Where's Cam at? And Cam ain't even on the team. You know what I mean? So imagine him being a backup that it, it just wouldn't work out. So I think 
Um, you know, I think there are plenty of teams out there, you know, for Cam, but I'm with you. I, I think um, seeing Cam last year, it wasn't Cam-esque. It was just kind of like, yeah. oh, you're, you're, you're an average quarterback now. Like, you're not great yeah. anymore how you were where you can be able to separate yourself, where defenses really had to game plan for you. Right now, you're kind of just, oh, okay, well, we're good, you know, and we can have maybe one spy, you know, on the game, but we don't necessarily need to have a whole game plan on you because we know you're not going to run too much because you're afraid to get hit. So, yeah, um, the, go ahead, and, go ahead. The problem with the NFL is it's just so, you know, there's a lot of politics involved in it. It's not always the best player that plays, right? It may be who's vaccinated. It may be who's making less. It may be who's younger it's never always the best which is the, the issue is that's the big issue with the nfl uh, i was actually on the field you know working out this morning with a guy who just got released from the raiders and he was you know telling me he had a good preseason and and x y and z he's like yo i don't know what's going on it's like bro welcome to the nfl like it's not always who's the best it's the youngest the cheapest the whatever the case may be who the coach likes you know what i'm saying Bro, it's it's so much and it's and it's ridiculous. Which is why Cam for Cam to get a job, a starter, a starter has to go down. Man, it's gonna be tough for him to be a backup. Honestly, I think if he would have gotten released maybe earlier in the preseason, I think that possibly yeah. would have it would have been a better situation for him because when Ryan went down, he would have had an opportunity to be able to hey, you know, let's bring him in for you know third preseason game. Let's kind of see how this offense runs. Now yeah. you're in a position where you're kind of behind the ball. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, we kind of alluded to it already, but if, if Cam was a white quarterback, do you think at ease, as soon as he was released, he would have another job? Yeah, man. Hey, I'm be honest with you. Absolutely. Because, you know, it wouldn't have been as much of, of a circus that comes with Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when, when you think of, um, you know, I, I guess the only white quarterback that had a circus behind him was Johnny Manziel. Right. Johnny Menzel had a circus and a lot of people didn't want to deal with it. So it, it, it could be Cam being black. It could be, you know, just how flashy and his whole persona, like you said, he's he's Cam. You know, he's not like, um, you know, like, like a Tyrod. Right. Well, I can't even say I can't even compare those two as far as like, you know, who they are, what they've accomplished, where they've been. But, you know, maybe it's just it, it, it could go both ways, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, you know, if, if I feel like if he's a white quarterback, he would definitely get more looks. You know what I'm saying? But but everything that comes with Cam is the reason why anybody signed him right now. I mean, you know, you kind of, again, you you went to it. I think for me, if you look at quarterbacks like Matt Castle, yeah. um, you know, Matt Schaub, um, you know, the list goes on, you know, Ryan Fitz, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, how many times and how, how many opportunities that these quarterbacks have gotten picked up even yeah. after being released, going to the next team, or uh, right when free agent signing, they get signed right away. Why? But also, but also they don't have they don't have that that championship pedigree. They I, I give you that. Uh, but it, yeah, they don't have. But I'm just saying they don't have. I must call it baggage. They don't have that baggage that comes with Cam. You know what I'm saying? Very, very true. Again, you're not going to hey, press reason. conference. You ain't going to see, you know, the hats. You ain't going to see, you know, the, the dress. I, I, I understand. But you also got to think, you know, when we're talking about, um, you know, again, we'll talk about frat as well. You know, if we bring in a Colin Kaepernick, you're in a situation. Yes, you're going to have the media, but you're also bringing in a guy that is liked in the locker room. But the media doesn't think that, you know, again, how was it when before, you know, Caps last year, Cap was voted the you know the 
what is it, the best player on his team, you know, in regards to being that locker room person. But the media didn't want to portray it that way, you know. No, so it's it's no. it's one of those things where you have to be able to have the media, you know, kind of co-sign you in a way in order for you to be able to have a successful, you know, unless you're winning, that's, that's the only thing that trumps it. Yeah, that's because perception is reality. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, unfortunately, perception is reality, right? The reality situation was Colin's teammates loved him, right? Man. Played well his last year. Mm-hmm. Right? They voted him to have this a prestigious award, right? But the perception is, oh, he's a distraction. He doesn't have it anymore. And I'm like, where's where's this narrative? Like, who was I think he, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, B, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I think he threw 16 and four or 16 and six. 16 and um, four. Yeah, it was 16 and four, four his, last, his last year. It's a great ratio, bro. What? It's a great like, touchdown reception ratio. Oh man. Uh, like, I, bro, we again, I know we could go down this pipeline with that, but I just kind of want, you know, that, that was just an, another example of that. Like, again, championship pedigree, one in college, you know, again, didn't win the national title, but still won, still yeah. was able to put up numbers, still was able to do the, the things Bowl. that he was able to do. Yeah, went to the Super Bowl, yeah. still did the things that he, he could do in that situation. He was put up. You know, again, if, if the Niners would have won, he would have won the MVP that of, oh, yeah. of the of the Super Bowl. No doubt. Um, you know, but again, the the game changed when you talk about the pistol offense was based upon him in that situation because again, he came from the person who invented the you know pistol offense with Coach All. So uh, again, you know, it, it it just it goes to show, like you said, it's not about the winners, and that's the reason why I I love the NBA, and I know we'll get to it a little later. Um, that's the reason why I love the what Ice Cube did how Ice Cube did the big three. The, most of those players that had, you know, again, Joe Johnson. Yeah. I, I saw Joe not on a team. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Again, the, the list goes on on how many other players can still play. Yeah. But they were like, okay, well, Cube was like, okay, well, I'll make a league for you. You know what I mean? And you could still see these players balling out. There shouldn't be no making, reason why. Making good money, too. Come on, man. There should be no reason. Money, bro. You know what I'm saying? The NFL doesn't have anything. Well, my bad. Football doesn't have anything else like that. I mean, we have Canada, but you know, it's you not. But it's not good money. I like, really want to. You're not you know, good money like that. But if you, I, I don't know, man. I, I look at it just as a sense of you could tell that players like that deserve a second chance, and that's why I love you know the opportunity that you you had. I don't know if you want to speak on it. You know, the second opportunity that you kind of had to be able to kind of show showcase your skills. Um, just so you know, people can see that Brandon Marshall still has it. You know what yeah. I mean? I know you were able to, uh, I know you're doing a lot of workouts, you know, here and there. I know most importantly, you know, you're able to do one with the Niners, uh, and they ended up doing exactly what you said. They ended up going with the rookie or somebody that was cheaper, yeah. more, yeah, yeah. You well, know what I mean? Well, I mean, my issue, this is my issue. So I've had a workout with the 49ers and the Bears, right? But my agent been talking to people and it's some other teams that like me. But the issue which we hear around the league on my behalf is that I haven't played special teams, right? So when, generally when you bring a linebacker in, he's a special teams player or he's a starter, right? So with me, they're kind of unsure, even though I know I can start, right? But they're like, well, he hasn't played in a while. Can he, can he, can he be on the 53-man uh, roster and play teams for us? Uh, we don't know. When's the last time he played teams? Uh, 2015, 14, uh, that's a long time ago, man. I don't know if he can play teams. So that's the issue. So there are teams that believe I'm a starter, right? But their starters are healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I haven't played in a while and they, they talk about my age, but I think I think I might have a breakthrough at some point this season, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. So 
I, I mean, we we know it. I mean, again, I'm I'm just waiting to get that call to be able to be like, okay, well, it's time to ball. You know what I mean? Now we get the call right. from Dion as well. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, you ball, you get the call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, sure. uh, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I look at it just from what you said. I mean, I think it's not about the best player sometimes. It's no. about the cheapest. It's about something that's going to be able to maybe sustain them. Maybe if you're in a fi- uh, financial cap situation with a team, you know, hands down. You know, you don't have to pay that much for a vet. You're going to take the rookie or you're going to take a guy that's younger uh, that you think is going to happen. But side note, they cut the same dude that they chose over you before they even got through, I think, preseason one. Um, just throwing that out there again, because I, I know you've seen it. But again, I know the followers might not have seen it. They cut the person that they signed over you. They cut him even before a preseason, preseason game one, which is, yeah. you know, yeah. it just it, that, that's just me. You didn't even get to see the person on the field. You just yeah. seen the person at practice. It is what it is. Come on, man. Like, let's just be honest. Man. Let's be honest. But, um, you know, my, my, my second question, man, that I kind of, or my third question, I kind of want to ask you, um, do you think, oh, no, we wrote retract. Um, who do you think is going to be the breakout player for this season? Um, again, it could be somebody, you know, that is a vet, maybe that hasn't had, um, you know, maybe that, that good of a luck, you know, on the team that they have and maybe on a new team. But who, who do you think is going to be that person to stand out? You know what? I mean, I'm going to go with a young guy, you know, somebody who just kind of like just pops out to me. I think C.D. Lamb, you know, I think C.D. is going gonna, is gonna to break out, man. You know, he, he bought out the first game. Uh, he had a couple drops, but, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to clean that up. But his route running, his hands, his his hand-eye coordination, man, his he, he looks he looks sad. He looks more confident this year. Right. And so obviously he's in a great offense with, you know, what I'm saying with Dak and Amari and Zeke and you know, it's going to afford him more more targets, right? Um, you know, I was actually upset because now, you know, Jerry Judy's going to be a really good player, but I wanted the Broncos to take C.D. Lamb. I was like, yo, we got to get C.D. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, I don't know what the, the, the Raiders passed up on C.D. They passed up on Jerry. And Justin Jefferson went in the bottom of the, you know, the first round. Looked like the best of all of them, to be real. You know what I'm I saying? Saw, on Brandon Ayuk. I mean, oh. but again, we're not talking about Brandon Ayuk for this year. Brendan Ayuk yeah. of last year, you know, he's right, in the right. doghouse right so, now, but it's different you know story. But I got CD Lamb. Okay, okay. So for me, I would, I'm actually going to go, I said a few players, but I'm going to go with Tyrod. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I'm going to go with Tyrod is because I think Tyrod is finally in a situation where he doesn't have somebody over his shoulder. Uh, with sure. the whole, you know, with Deshaun Watson situation, yeah. he does not have to worry about, hey, I got somebody coming in to take over my position. Nope. Nothing. He gets to play cool, calm, and collective. Do I yeah. think he's going to have a great game that he did now, like he did, um, you know, we did week one? Not necessarily, um, yeah. but I think he's going to have more consistency uh, for that offense. Um, and I think it's going to be some great, great things where we're going to see. I mean, and then as well, I mean, you could use an honorable mention, uh, Jameis Winston. Like, I- I'm excited to, to see that, man, for, for them to be on and for Drew Brees to be able to say, I'm glad they're able to throw the long ball now because I couldn't do that. Right. We all knew it, but just for the quarterback that has been in that offensive system for that long to know, well, Michael Thomas, if he does come back, you know, with everything going on over there about his contract situation, um, you know, and about uh, upper management. But if he does, I could just imagine that long ball with him. Um, you know what I mean? They have so much offense over there. And I think with Jameis taking that year under Drew, learning how to be a, a, a quarterback, uh, not just a runner, um, but he already has the winning pedigree, but just to be able to bring that over to New Orleans, I think it's going to be a spark that their offense was missing and that stopped them from getting over the hump for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. Again, um, again, 
you have the running back situation that's great um you know again receivers are great offensive line has been there consistently so just to be able to see it more and more man we're, we're going to be able to see a great offense out of that yeah man i want to kind of go back to tyrod like you're right i mean you know he, he was he had baker you know um in the shadows right he had uh, well, not Baker. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, he had Baker. No, Baker. Yep, you're yeah, right. Because like, he was there when they drafted Baker. Um, you know, Justin Herbert last year, right? Even I mean, was, that was a whole. First of all, that was a whole. Yeah, that was a whole. That was a whole crazy. Punctured his lung, and and then yeah, now yeah. he gets. That's a whole different yeah. situation. But. but even with the Bills, Nathan Peterman, they wanted they decided to put Nate over him, which is wild, which is crazy to me. But hey, you know, now unless Deshaun Watson just says comes out of nowhere and say, "Yo, you know what? I'm ready to play," I don't see it happening. Who's gonna take his spot? <laughs> I mm, like I said, I, I don't I don't see Deshaun playing either, um, especially with that their management. But I do see him going to practice, like he said, you know, doing the things you gotta do. But I don't see him showing up for no games, you know, right now. But yeah. I don't I don't know if any team is gonna give up six players or you know, three first rounds to be able yeah. to, to get him, oh, you know, especially right now with Jalen Hurts playing the way they are. That was the best suitor that they had was the Eagles. The but, Eagles. Come on, man. With Jalen Hurts playing the way he was, it, they're like, I got a younger dude. Why why are we gonna give up that many players and that many picks? They need to go ahead. Look, I, I mean, Tua don't look like the guy right now, but they need to go ahead and trade Tua and give him a first round pick <laughs> with Tua. Man, give you give him, I mean, you, hey, you give him Tua already. What, if I'm not mistaken, Xavier Howard already said he wanted to be traded. Um, again, if you're, if, if you're, he's good now, he good now. They, they, they uh, they, okay. They, I, was, I was gonna say, if he, if was that on. was, yo, you, hey, yeah. I, I throw Tua and Xavier for, for Deshaun. You know what I mean? And we'll throw a second in there or something like that. But um, honestly, bro, like, I, I, I'm glad we're on the same same post. Because, again, I, I text you about that, too, just about, you know, the most underrated players in me, you know, and that doesn't get that much, you know, credit. I think Tyrod is one of those players that just doesn't get that much credit. Yeah. Um, and just everywhere he's he's went, he showed that he could win. He just yeah. didn't have that the support, you know, of the management to be able to say, hey, you're our guy. We're going to believe in you at least for a year before, yeah. you know, it's going with the young guy. Um, my last question, man, before we wrap up, what do you think, uh, in regards to NFL's popularity, do you think the NFL's popularity is still number one, or do you think the NBA has surpassed where the NFL used to be? I mean, look, bro, are we talking numbers? No, uh, we're, we're talking, talking about, about just we, popularity. In we're the talking world. about revenue, or we talking about like, you know, word of mouth, we talking about <laughs> As a, okay, as a fan, we know revenue-wise, they're not there just yet. Even though, nah, <laughs> revenue. Hey, hey, even though that they they uh the contracts is a little, <laughs> woo Jesus, oh man, but you know, man, like I'm be real, like it as far as the United States goes, and and that's obviously all we're talking about because football is only you know huge in the United States, but I think the NBA is coming. It's it's. I don't think it's surpassed it yet because, like, first of all, you know, people live and die for each week because the thing about it is, and actually, you know, I was gonna say NBA kind of came up, but let me let me stop myself. Football, every game counts. Every week counts. <laughs> I, if I go zero and two, I'm nervous. Hey, I'm especially if you're an AFC West or the I'm NFC sweating. West. <laughs> If I go 0-10 in the NBA, oh, it's all good. People are watching closely every Sunday, Monday, Thursday. 
Basketball, oh, Lakers play, uh, I'll catch the next one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, it's popular, but people are locked. We locked in every week for football because it's that. Everything really matters, bro. So I'm not going to say, I don't see the NBA ever really passing it as far as, like, you know, popularity. Like, of course, the NBA is extremely popular, right? I love, we love, you know, to see the Lakers and the Nets and da 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 But... <laughs> The in the NFL is it's an every week thing, bro. It's like we have to win every game. We have to win. I mean, you right again. You right. I think regards to revenue, no, you're not you, yeah. at, at this particular point. No, um, you know, again, you can see more sports betting happens during the NFL season than it does during basketball. Um, but in regards to, I think, fan wise, in regards to the next generation. That's what I will say. I won't say our generation. I won't say, you know, generation before us. I will say the generation behind us, which is Generation Z, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe that popularity in regards to, to them, I think they're liking basketball more than football um, yeah. in regards to, and the reason why I say that is because you have seen less, less parents put their children in Pop Warner because uh, you've seen those numbers go down. You haven't seen in regards to people that are NFL players wanting to put their kids in football. It, it's not like it used to be, but I'm not going to sit here and say people don't like to play football. No, but I'm just saying in regards to what it used to be. Well, yeah, it's not that's, there. Because, that's because now we have more information on, on concussions. That's why the parents is like, oh, well, I don't want my kid to play. Da, da, da. Obviously injuries, right. Are, are, are sky high. So they might say, okay, if you can play when you get to high school, whatever the case may be. So you know, pe people don't want to put their kids in sports because of that. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a, uh, a seminar I went to with my mom when I was in Denver and I was playing for the Broncos. And um, it, was a, it, was a, it was moms, all moms in the crowd, right? And it was me and my mom on stage. And I gave my spiel about, you know, my mom let me play at an early age. And then all the, the, the moms just had so many questions for my mom. Like, well, how'd you, how'd you feel letting them play? Da, da, da. And my mom just wanted me to be involved in something to, obviously I, she knew I loved it, but mm -hmm. she wanted me to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. there was no real information on concussions back then. Like, you know, we wasn't talking about that. Now it's everywhere. So, so parents are reluctant. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're more reluctant. I mean, well, even, even with my son, I said, I wouldn't let him play. Honestly, I, I said I wouldn't just because I've seen what it, what it's done to me. I have short attention span and I only play, you know, up to high school. So I could just imagine, you know, with you, James Michael, people that have went on, you know, and played at the, you know, NFL level, what you guys are going through on a daily where you, some people might not even have, you know, short memory. Some people don't have long memory. You know, you just have your attention span is not there for me. I said, if my son could give me a, a great, not a proposal, but just a great confidence in him, you know, maybe from watching the playing flag football and I'm like, okay. And we get to your eighth grade year and you're like, okay, dad, I want to play. And I, I see you, how serious that you've taken it. Yeah. I will consider it, you know, in that, in, in that regard. And we'll take it season by season. If I'm seeing you and you're not taking it serious, I'm not going to put you out there just so you can be on a football team and then you can get injured. Nah, I'm, I'm okay with that. You can go play track. Are you going to run track? You can be able to go a uh, hoop. You can go do whatever, but you don't need to be on a football field. You know what I mean? But if you're going to take it serious and I see you, hey, dad, I'm trying to go, go train. Huh, okay, son, let's go do it. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be, I'm here for you, but I'm yeah. not going to, I'm, I'm not going to force the game that I love. You know, again, we all, this is what we grew up on. To, to put that on you. If you're not going to take it serious, then no, this, this is not going to happen. I think you even said that about, about your nephew. You were just like, man, like, 
I'm not, I'm not going to force you to, you know, get up and go to practice. You ain't going to just sit in the bed all day. You know what I mean? But if you want this and you want this scholarship, you're going to have to go go for it. You know what I mean? This is not something that's handed to you. So, again, that's kind of exactly how I feel, man. If, if you truly want it, you're going to show me. Again, when we get to seventh yeah. grade and I, I'm seeing you, you know what I mean, you out there doing your thing, okay, yeah, go try it. For sure, man. I don't know if you can hit his baby going crazy. Nah, I mean, I I heard I heard her a little bit. I heard her a little bit earlier, but she's good. She's going crazy right now, so you know what I'm saying? My bad, my bad. Nah, you good. You good, bro, man. Uh, but, man, I just appreciate you being on, man. I'm going to try to, um, you know, tell my followers now. Like, I'm going to try to get you on, man, after, you know, Thursday night. Um, you know, just try to poke you in, you know, for 30 minutes, man, and uh, be able to kind of just get a, a good little feedback, man, just about the NFL week. But most important is get your mindset, man. Uh, call this Brandon's Corner. Um, you know what I'm saying? So as we wrap up, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you uh, for being on. If you have not, please make sure that you are checking um, on your Apple podcast, your Google Play, your Spotify. Uh, and that's where we're located. Please make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, uh, share us. Um, and again, if you have any questions that you would like us to ask uh, for our next uh, future guest, please let us know. Uh, it was good to have you guys this week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good one.